All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bay Area Essentials podcast. Sorry that we took a little hiatus. Yeah. We're back. It was really hard to find something to talk about. There's just so many ideas, you know what I mean? So we've worked hard to narrow it down a little bit. So we promise this podcast is going to be short and to the point and actually has some structure to it. Yeah. Okay, well, our podcast... This second one is going to be more in-depth. We're going to actually express our feelings and understanding of a certain topic. And the topic is relationship. I'm pretty sure that a lot of us struggle with that. We have lots of questions prepared for each other. And just we're going to express our understanding of the relationship and how it works. And just different topics that will be under the topic of a relationship. But it's going to be more about the romantic relationship, right? Yeah, we're going to go back and forth with some questions. Um, and yeah, let's just get right into it. Yeah, let's get into it. So first question would be, what are the major red flags when dating? Mm. Could you give me an example of one? There are so many. <laughs> So one that Diana and I just talked about today is a basis you should have for any relationship is do you respect that person? And then as you continue getting to know them, do you feel like there's growth or do you feel kind of neutral about them? Yeah. And one of the major like flags is like, do they respect you and your life and your time and your energy as well? Mm. I think that one is like one of the biggest ones as well. I'm pretty sure that each and one of us have like different red flags for us because we went through different kind of like types of relationships however i do believe that there's those huge ones that we just described that like you gotta understand the person and if person is not giving the time and the energy to get to know you and to spend time with you i think that's one of the red flags because it doesn't show that they're like interested in you or whatnot Yeah, that's a good point that everyone's going to have their own red flags for sure. Mine like tie back to respect, but a big one for me is communication. Mm -hmm. And if you are not willing to be a good communicator with me, I do take that as lack of respect for my time, for my emotional well-being, um, just for me as a person in general. Yeah, like communication is the key in every relationship, I would say. So Mm -hmm. not being able to communicate well, not being able to understand each other and value each other's time. I think it's one of the red flags that like the major red flags that you should be looking in a person as well. Because if a person is in love, they want to spend time with you if they're in love and they want to... Uh, get to know you more and they want to communicate better and both of you will understand each other's way of thinking and a way of understanding and you kind of both work for it but if um, a person doesn't show lots of interest i think that's mine too like if the person is not opening up if the person is not being vulnerable with you they're not communicating well i feel like those are one of the major red flags like that's when you need to question why you're with this person and why that person is with you you know what i mean yeah and also these are for like very very new relationship probably like a couple weeks in to just getting to know this person and dating if it's gone to like two or three months and things haven't changed or improved and they don't seem to listen to you after you have conversations better to just save your your time mm-hmm. and not bother 
agree with that. Person. Yeah. I think yeah, those are the great ones, especially Coven. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Or you can establish this is something that I do very often is I realize quickly that, you know, someone's not going to be boyfriend material. Just establish, you know, is there any positives in this relationship? Okay, what are they? I'm perfectly fine having a friends with benefits situation or mm-hmm. maybe just being friends mm-hmm. or maybe we don't ever have to see each other again. Yeah. You know, you you should only take from it or propose, you know, what's going to serve you best. They can either agree or disagree at that point. Yeah, I think those ones are the best ones. And also going back to the next question, what do you think about rebound relationships after a breakup? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> thing you go ahead <laughs> have you had a rebound relationship no, no. you've had like there are different forms of like rebound there's like rebound hookups there's emotional rebound situations i definitely had a full-on rebound relationship that person was like fulfilling a lot of things that weren't being fulfilled in my other relationship but they were also lacking in like a lot mm-hmm. of stuff but it was just because I had a relationship where I was missing something, it just felt so nice to get that from someone else, that immediate gratification. So ultimately, I think if it can serve you, I'm all for it. Yeah. If it's just going to break your heart again, know yourself, you know? Yeah. I don't fully know what I think about that. I do feel like we all have those moments to have like a rebound relationship or like that we just want something and we're not getting mm-hmm. it from it but I feel like sometimes it can be very not justifying maybe that's like excuse my lack of words and stuff I feel like it's not very justifying for the other person as well if you are not clear with your intentions with that once you're just looking for something that you were looking at another person but this person's giving to you freely yeah this is true you have to consider like the other person and what they wanted like this person that I was rebounding with he wanted something a lot more like he wanted a full relationship but really I only saw us as high having fun basically and so you know you got to be weary that you don't want to hurt another person you probably just went through a lot of pain yourself yeah I think it comes with that aspect of communication and kind of communicate that to that person being like hey I'm just looking for that and stuff and then just kind of be clear with that person there's nothing wrong with it and I feel like the only thing that it can stop us from it is by like wanting to I mean not wanting to lose that person and kind of go with it and go with the affections that we're getting so i think mm. like in this one can be a middle ground of communicating with that person and just like saying things okay now i'm not really looking for a serious relationship but i'm being really i really love hanging out with you blah, blah blah i think that would be the greatest one i feel like this also ties in really well to like what do you think is a good natural healthy timeline and progression of a relationship because I don't think this is something that's talked about too much yeah I think that hmm. so we're talking about like the timeline of when the relationship is getting developed or yeah so when you're going from like just talking mm-hmm. to like 
seeing each other multiple times a week Mm -hmm. to calling each other to like potentially thinking that this might turn into something Mm -hmm. to like defining the relationship to saying I love you Mm -hmm. to meeting the parent all of that I feel like we don't really think about that I think about it yeah (laughs) you're like one of those people but I think I wouldn't think about it if I didn't have my past relationship Mm -hmm. but I think with like my past relationship I have decided for myself fully that I would need to get to know a person more we just spend too much time together and i feel like yeah we would see each other more than i would see even my best friends and stuff sometimes so i feel like we just rush into things and when you go through that like honeymoon stage or whatever you call it and stuff and you just like want to hang out with each other all the time and talk with each other all the time it kind of brings you into illusion of maybe this can develop into something more however you two are not actually clearly thinking about that you're not thinking about the future things are just going too fast and you're hanging out with each other too too much you're getting to know each other too fast to the point when it can be burned out and stuff and you just like kind of know everything about each other and you're like well this just yeah Yeah. so it just kind of it can lead into that kind of like well we're already acting like a couple just mine as well and that's when it gets like becomes a relationship after a month of talking yeah so i feel like based on that for me personally i need to i don't know talk with that person at least for like three to six months yeah in I, order to get into a relationship i have some strong feelings on this just because i dated a lot of people <laughs> especially like a lot of short-term relationships mm-hmm. last year and so i very much so figured out what i think is the best timeline ideally and like what makes things feel like most natural and normal and everybody's going to be different but these are my recommendations is mm-hmm. when you start talking to someone or you meet them and you're interested you can text a little bit but you should not see each other more than once a week for at least the first four weeks this is my opinion but honestly because you're going to want to believe me mm-hmm. you're going to both want to see each other you're probably if you're hooking up going to be wanting that if you have your own place or if one of you has your own place yeah. it's especially tempting if you have no quality with having a lot of sex it's especially (laughs) tempting but that creates this interest where you're looking forward to seeing each other every week you have a lot to talk about when you see each other you're both really showing up and trying and it slows things down from progressing like way too quickly like you were saying Mm -hmm. after a month to six weeks has gone by I think you can start considering seeing each other twice a week Mm -hmm. honestly any more than that <laughs> for like the first like six months is kind of a lot unless mm-hmm. you go on like a trip or something but I I move very slowly with things and mm-hmm. then I don't think you should talk about what you are until like at least two and a half months has gone by yeah like you can allude to it maybe a little bit or like mm-hmm. allude to that I'm still kind of fuzzy honestly on like when you should stop talking to other people when you're in mm-hmm. that phase I don't know what do you think about that well it depends I feel like it depends on a person's uh, feelings. Yeah, like level of interest. Yeah, level of interest. For mm-hmm. example, if I'm very interested in that person, I would not talk with anyone else because I would just want to talk with that one person and invest my time. And TBH, I don't really have a lot of time on my hands on daily without the quarantine, you know what I mean? But when things are normal, I don't really have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And I have lots of other things to do. So from your 
I'm focused on this one person or I can be focused on like, I don't know, one to two people and that's it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm very <laughs> straightforward and I just go with one person and just talk with them. Also, what comes with that, I feel like how much that person that you're talking with or considering something in the future has put work yeah, into the relationship. True. Yeah, exactly. Because, that's a very good point. Yeah, because I feel like if that one person keeps on maybe like, I don't know, texting you, showing small gestures. When you're hanging out together, even though it's once a week, it's not like, oh, just like stay over at my place. Yeah. And we're just gonna Hello, have like, like planning a cute date. Yeah, so. it's just like you actually are both invested into like talking and you go and for a talk for hours and hours together. You wanna go in just for a walk or or not grab a meal or something. And you actually mm -hmm. have this raw and genuine want for each other over mm -hmm. like I want to get you to get to know you as a person mm -hmm. then I feel like that's when I would be sort of like true, oh like true. that person is invested yeah that that's such a good point because if I don't see that I usually will just assume that it's chill to talk to other people yeah because like why not if you're if you're lo looking to be my boyfriend eventually but you're not treating me in a way that would lead me to believe that why mm -hmm. shouldn't I be treating you you know like yeah. an option as well and like especially the way that i operate is like <laughs> whatever happens in the night happens yeah unless i have a boyfriend of course then i'm like 100 loyal to mm -hmm. them but as a single person unless you're showing me that this is something serious that you want i'm also gonna treat you as something that's yeah. not serious and keep your options open ladies because i don't know that's what we like we're talking before about as well when you're woman or men i would say so when you're a woman or a man and you're very independent you're goal driven you're very strong in your personality and that's someone who's trying to add into your life is not your entire universe but they're just add in just keep your options open because yeah you want to see them at their best at their worst you want to see them vulnerable you want to see them happy mm -hmm. angry sad stuff. yeah and just gonna see them around and stuff and that's when you're gonna realize if, oh like i will i would love to be with that person because they're handling this well and this well and that well as well yeah. and stuff i feel like if we don't do that and we if we don't focus on that and that person is not is not gonna try to win us over this is i feel like ties into a really good point we were talking about earlier today was diana and i were talking about taking personal inventory so like if you want to date the hottest man who's like emotionally intelligent physically attractive has his life together has his own spot mm -hmm. um what else has a career that's gonna be very promising like it's very serious if you want the full gambit take a look at yourself Mm -hmm. and be like do I also bring all of that to the table mm -hmm. and vice versa you know if you're dating some trash guy and you're like what am I bringing to the table do I have a rock and bod do I have a great personality do I have an awesome friend group is my life going somewhere is my career going somewhere <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> and getting heated um you know and and if you're unhappy with any of those things maybe it's time to be single and just work on yourself because mm -hmm. this is kind of my thought process i'm like i want to be bring the best version of myself to the table so i can also be with someone who's like trying to bring their best version of their self you're never going to be perfect but yeah. like you can see that the other person's like putting in that work 
Yeah, and trying. and if you are like if you're like damn, I look hot. I'm killing it in my career. I'm really a, an intelligent person. I'm emotionally intelligent. Whatever else you bring to the table, mm-hmm. you should expect just that much in return. Yeah, I think it should be that's a teamwork and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like of course there's gonna be things that you're lacking in and he's lacking in or vice versa. He's lacking, she's lacking. You know, like mm-hmm. we don't discriminate out here, but like. There are going to be things where two people are lacking in something. That's mm-hmm. when it comes the teamwork into it of like, I'm going to uphold you with that. You're going to uphold me with that. But we're on the same level in our lives. I can't be with a person who doesn't know where they're going in life. You know, like they don't. It's not like, you know, like you have to figure your life out and stuff. It's more of like, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with life, but I'm trying to figure it out. Like yeah. I'm trying to put yeah. work into it. Like I'm trying to understand it. I'm trying to work at least for something and stuff and trying to be my best version and stuff and I'm trying to get entertained with something or work hard for something and stuff and maybe eventually I will find something out and like something best for me that will be enough for me you know what I mean like as long as you're showing that you're trying to achieve something you're trying to figure something out you're working hard you're not being lazy and stuff and you're not like well Jesus take the wheel whatever it takes me I'm gonna go and stuff you know more of like no I'm serious I'm trying to figure yeah. out my life I'm trying to be and you gotta someone. like back up this shit with actions too because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than someone who keeps telling you about these big ass dreams they have I love dreams dream big you want to be the fucking president of the United States amazing I love that go for it yeah but if you keep saying that to me every single day and never do anything about it there is nothing more unattractive than delusional people yeah no you gotta you gotta do actions like actions speak louder than words yeah because i'll be there to support you like being the fucking president like i'll do whatever it is if that's your dream okay cool like Like, if i love you and you love me we'll we'll make it happen but mm -hmm. if you just talk about it every day at some point you got to be real with yourself yeah you gotta work for it and i feel like that ties up into like our advice into that as well look for someone who is trying their best to show you or just to show not even to show you to show themselves with actions that they take like even maybe if it's like a baby steps towards their goal or towards like i'm trying to figure myself out i'm trying and you see it in their actions you see it in their moods and stuff you see it in their personality think that kind of person is the best because they're actually going to understand you Mm -hmm. they're actually going to be willing to work for a relationship not just give up on it but they're going to actually be there for you through hardships through happiness they're going to be there for you or going to be there for them it's again it's a teamwork you're working together give and take yeah you can have your your weaknesses still and make sure they understand your value as well from day one i mean know your own value for sure Mm -hmm. and then they should clearly be able to see your value as well also when it comes to that once you're in like a relationship you got into everything would you say that cheating is one of the worst things you can do in relationship this is a good question as i am going to be doing a lot of marriage counseling in my career and you know I, we're pre- testing her guys we're <laughs> testing. previous me would have probably been like yeah that's terrible once a cheater always a cheater like you know the type of phrases that get hella repeated or mm-hmm. like what's what's another one when they cheat it's like oh if they're gonna cheat once they're gonna do it again 
again, yeah. that type of thing. Or like, people don't give a lot of second chances after cheating. But don't get me wrong. I think that cheating is hella fucked up, but I no longer think that it's the worst thing you can do to someone in a relationship. Okay, you will have to explain that one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> well, I'm not trying to be a psychologist and I'm not studying in the grad schools like that and stuff. <laughs> so I wouldn't be your regular human being <laughs> who haven't read any books about that yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna read them with her. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like it comes to the thinking of why that person cheated. I personally, is something wrong in their head? Is something wrong with your relationship? If this is something you both can be working on, what was going on in their head when they were cheating? If something like that happened to me personally, I think that would be devastating and I would... Would you rather know that the person cheated on you or not? Well, I have been cheated on before. And they t- the person told me. Mm. How did you react? Well, they had been super shady with me that whole week. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like something was up. Honestly, we were in a really bad place in our relationship anyway. Like I was ready to end it. Mm-hmm. I was like looking for a reason to end it. And that was, I mean, there were plenty of reasons before that. But that just showed his true character. But honestly, I wasn't that hurt by that. I was like, this is coming from someone whose mind has really been changed on the issue. Because so first of all I read this book called The Ethical Slut which is about um, like polyamory and like open relationships Mm -hmm. and I have been in an open relationship before too and I have transitioned from a closed to an open relationship which is really hard to do so I started to think about sex less as this like sacred special thing that's reserved for one person in your life and just as this like enjoyable aspect that you want everyone to have so like for instance the book makes the comparison of going to hawaii like Mm -hmm. going like having sex and it's so it's like yeah you want your friend to go to hawaii of -hmm. course you want them to have a good experience and maybe they're gonna go with someone else to Hawaii and like you can't go with them and you're like dang I wish I could go with them to Hawaii but I'm still glad they had a good time and that's kind of how you view sex and so I started viewing it more as just like an enjoyable experience instead of like this sacred bonding thing that's reserved for only one person and I started being very realistic like looking at the lens of um, the amount of people who do cheat in a relationship and then the the divorce rate in marriages which is like half (laughs) and um so I started kind of trying to be more open-minded with how I looked at it and then I read this book on infidelity it's called the state of affairs it's written by a couples therapist and she defines infidelity in three different ways the first is secrecy The second is sexual alchemy, which is like any like erotic desire energy. (laughs) And the third is emotional involvement, whether that be like a love affair or just like paying a prostitute for sex. And a lot of these things can be done within that definition without actually like physically having sex with someone else. Like you can have a very inappropriate type of relationship with your manager at work or something Mm -hmm. or like a way too intimate relationship with a friend where it's like emotional cheating so for me the worst thing that can happen in a relationship is when people stop trying and that can involve sex or not Mm -hmm. but if you no longer are willing to like put in work in a relationship then I mean you're either growing together or you're growing apart so you're gonna start growing apart yeah um I don't know what to say about that 
fully <laughs> personally reacting to that. I feel like all those points are valid mm-hmm. and everything is understanding. Like I understand like where the book is coming from. But when I would think about a person cheating on me, I'm like, would I rather want them to tell me that they cheated on me or would I rather not want them to tell mm-hmm. me that they cheated on mm-hmm. me? Because so I'm like, would I rather want to know or not? Because I feel like there's like two outcomes. Like if I don't know that you cheated on me, then well, we're just gonna live our regular life, right? And stuff, you're not gonna be weird. <laughs> but if I do know, I will need some time to think for myself about it because I feel like I don't like sharing one person. <laughs> so I love one person to all myself. So yeah. I'm very selfish with that. So yeah. I would have to think, but I wouldn't put a fuss about it. I feel like it's the way you handle the cheating itself of like, yeah. it's not usually like, you cheated on me, get out of the house, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's more of like, no, like, why did you cheat on me? Like, yeah. why? what actually happened in your mind and why that led into like happening that i'm more of that kind of person i would want to get to know that person and be like so what actually happened what clicked in your mind you know what i mean this i think is a great segue into our our next question on uh what do you think of jealousy as a component to a relationship Mm -hmm. and i i mean cheating and jealousy like tie in hand in hand i'll let you i'll let you start on this one diana (laughs) oh really (laughs) (laughs) oh shoot i don't think that's like things that we usually think about again but when it comes to jealousy well, first of all, I'll be very jealous too, you know, like if a person <laughs> cheated on me, I'm like, what the heck? Like, why did you cheat on me? But I like, I'll be very jealous in a way, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very egoistic in that way. Like, I'm never going to admit that I'm jealous of a person. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's with me. Like, I'm not egoistic in any other way, but when it comes to like me being jealous about some person, like if I'm jealous, I'm going to go and make them jealous in mm-hmm. return. And I feel like you need to have that spark like the jealousy gets that spark and kind of like playfulness in your relationship uh, in my personal opinion but not too much jealousy over you know like controlling jealousy it's more of like just a little bit of jealousy to kind of like spark your relationship up definitely i think we should also clarify that like envy is different than jealousy envy is something you want but you don't have Mm -hmm. jealousy is something that you have but you're afraid of losing Mm -hmm. and so i i personally think that jealousy is actually a necessary component to every relationship and i i didn't used to think this because our culture very much shames jealousy like don't be jealous move on like we don't like jealousy as a component Mm -hmm. but i actually think it's a really healthy part of relationships because it means that you care if i'm pretend to not be jealous because you know usually we're pretending usually we are kind of jealous of like my man is talking to some other girl at the bar Mm -hmm. and i'm like i could care less well what's he gonna think Mm -hmm. he thinks that i don't give a shit what he does it's a middle ground too because you can't be too jealous you can't be like how dare you talk to her and he was like i don't was just having a conversation yeah (laughs) but if you feel that little flame inside you you know that you care for that person and that's a good way to like assess uh how you're feeling about Mm -hmm. them 
Yeah, I think that one is a very good one. It's kind of like show like I care for that person. I don't want to lose that person. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it creates a bit of a spark in your relationship and stuff. And you kind of like I don't know. It's just like it's a middle ground, but at the same time, it's just like fun like that. You know, like when sometimes when a relationship feels like it's burning out and you like feel like you become more just friends and just you know monotonous and like it just the same thing every single day. But once that jealousy just a little bit of it comes in i feel like you start realizing how much you actually care for that yeah. person and how yeah. you don't want to lose them and stuff mm -hmm. and it's you just can't let it get to a point where it's starting to be possessive or controlling yeah. in any way if it ever if you have to check in with yourself with jealousy and be like am i being possessive and controlling mm -hmm. or do i just care for this person value our relationship so much that you know i don't want to lose it mm -hmm. and yeah. that's a good way to check in i think also this this reminds me of the question that i i ask everyone this all of my friends do you think it's better to start dating someone who you already or are going to have like a very deep friendship with like Ooh. absolute best friend above everyone else mm -hmm. or is it better to start dating someone who you want to rip their clothes off every time you <laughs> see them <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're choosing between being best friends and between sexual, kind of like sexual chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, sexual chemistry. Here you go. Excuse my lack of words, man. Again, I think that would be a mixture of two a little bit. Okay. However, no, no, hold up. Hold, hold. I'm like, bitch, you cannot pick both. <laughs> hold up. Yeah, I know I've been picking on two sides. I think that being attracted to that person, like that sexually and stuff, is more valued than being best friends from the beginning. Here is my reason why. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> like, don't hate on me on that and stuff. Yes, if you had that real like experience when you were best friends before, and then you got fell fell in love, and now you're super like you have this extra chemistry. Amazing. Props to you. This is awesome. It's not always the same thing for everyone. Just clarifying disclaimer. However, I feel like in me personally, if I see you as a friend already, I'm not going to see you as attractive to the point where I actually want to kiss you. Mm -hmm. If you're my friend, you're my best friend, you're just in my in the friend zone and you know, not a lot of people succeed to get out of the friend zone. Mm -hmm. Usually they all stay in there. That's for me personally. So I feel like for me, I need to first be attracted to them sexually and then kind of like finesse my way into getting to know each other more. But you already have that attraction to that mm -hmm. person and then you get to know that other person so i think i would go with the, the the second choice of like not the best friends but the other one you know what i mean yeah and, and obviously you both is ideal in this yeah. situation but this is a a what if uh question <laughs> my thoughts have recently changed so okay so here's my reasoning i already have my best friends and mm -hmm. like probably in the future we'll make more friends mm -hmm. and friends last forever i have friends that i've known since first grade or kindergarten mm -hmm. i have some of my closest friends i've known from fourth and sixth grade diana is now one of my closest friends we met like Yay. a year ago you know like uh -huh. and friendship is for life usually unless yeah. some horrible falling out happens which usually not. is not the case but breakups mm -hmm. that can end a friendship you know yeah. with you had with that person so you do take a risk 
when you get into a relationship with someone that you think of as, as a, a close friend. friend. I mean, sometimes you can be you can be friends afterwards, but truly it will never be the same if Very you did true, yeah. like become intimate with them or um, or get into a, a full on relationship with them. Yeah, I had a bad experience myself and stuff. And it's just really hard when one person falls for you. For example, like me and my best friend stuff, you know, like if my best friend guy falls for me and I don't have any feelings for him romantically, then I just feel bad. Like a I love you as a person right like i love you to the death and stuff mm-hmm. because you're my friend mm-hmm. you know i care for you i love you more than i like you're my family basically i can go out with the family sis and when it comes to being best friends i just cherish that relationship that we have as being best friends and not the other relationship that can kill that so in that case if my best friend would come and ask me out and stuff i would probably reject them because and try to explain to them that I love them as a person. They're like my family and I want to continue this friendship. I genuinely would not want my best friend coming up to me if I don't give out signals that I like them back. Yeah, and and really when you think about it, like since you're going to have like your best friends outside of this relationship, that ideally and you should still be hanging out with a lot and not just be spending all your time with this one person. Mm-hmm. So what so what is a partner, right? They're someone who you're going to make decisions with. Mm-hmm. They're someone who you're going to have sex with mm-hmm. and someone who you potentially would like to bother your children or whatnot mm-hmm. you know so you would like their on an evolutionary from an evolutionary perspective you want them to have like genetics that you're looking for especially if you're a woman you know like mm-hmm. biologically that's a consideration and then you're gonna like you know be there to support each other during tough times I don't think that that requires that you be best friends I think it requires obviously a level of respect a deep level of love and at least some friendship but I really don't think that your partner needs to be your best friend they don't even have to be your second best friend yeah because it comes to the conversation that like me and mayor had like i totally back you up on that when we look for partners and personally for like me and i feel like it's for both of us we look for someone opposite you know Mm -hmm. someone opposite in the way we act and stuff someone that is like for me for example not as bobbly more reserved more Mm -hmm. like into Mm -hmm. themselves but at the same time are extroverted and stuff and like Mm -hmm. know how to keep a company going know how to have conversations but at the same time they're just not wild and all out there because I'm very out there and outspoken. So Mm -hmm. I need someone who can be a good balance to me. You know, too much Mm -hmm. sugar is, you know, it's too bad for you, man. Yeah, yeah. You need some salt Mm -hmm. and sugar in there so it can function better. So for me personally, I can't be just best friends. Like usually my best friends are just like me in a mm-hmm. way in some way or shape, shape or form they're just like me and outgoing and have like the same ideas and the same goals and other stuff but when it comes to a relationship you gotta think about yourself deep when you're alone in your own room who are you i'm more quiet i just love my privacy of quietness i like to be very chill you know laid back and stuff so i want someone who can be that chill laid back person and that doesn't require for them to be my best friends it just requires them to be laid back and chill person you know what i mean yeah exactly i actually really appreciate 
appreciate when people can bring a lot of different perspectives to the table than I have. Like my best friends, but my partner, I want them to challenge me in different ways and not just, I don't want to date myself, you know? Yeah. I'm not interested in that. It is important that there's some similarities. Like I would like our core values at least to align, Mm -hmm. but I really think it's overhyped to date your best friend. I think they don't have to be best friends. They just, you just need to understand each other. The most valuable thing for me personally is when we understand each other at the soul level. Mm -hmm. It's like you just Back to respect. Yeah, here we go. Back Mm -hmm. to respect. Like you just look at each other and you just understand what the other one wants and you're down to earth to kind of like step back with the things like I don't want to do this but that my partner wants to do this for example like go for a hike man you know like if I respect and love and cherish that person I'm still gonna get up and go on a hike with them you know if like if I'm feeling good and I'm healthy and stuff why not and stuff you know like I want to spend more time with that you make concessions in a relationship yeah so I feel like the foundation should be solid of like you know values cores bit with your family yeah respect understanding communication back to that again support system support system Mm -hmm. and stuff uh, understanding and at the same time this is like a foundation right but Mm -hmm. I the like when you actually build a building up and stuff that's how a relationship works you gotta have different rooms in it you gotta have different like you know disco room like i don't know kids room living room kitchen room you know and stuff and that holds different perspectives that each person brings to that building and stuff like i'll bring this like bubbly you know aspect to it he's gonna bring more of like calm and chill but very determined to his goals and kind of push me down into that surface too for my own like good and vice versa you know what I mean so yeah. I think that one is the ideal one but they don't have to be my best friend to be yeah. trying to yeah. push me yeah so I would love if we destroy the whole concept of when you're looking to date someone you're looking for what you have in common like let's just get rid of that yeah like just you know take it put it in trash set it on fire we're good yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you next yeah thank you next <laughs> um that leads me into the question of have you enjoyed being single do you enjoy being single last time i stumbled on this article and it gave me a lot of peace of mind and I, that's something that i wanted to talk to and i hope we're not gonna overlap over like an hour and a half uh, <laughs> but i'm gonna be quick so the article said do you enjoy living the single life why or why not both of us are gonna answer in that we're gonna think about it but while we're thinking i'm gonna read and uh also I'm sorry for my English if you're not going to understand anything, but I'm going to read an art of, uh, a comment that this one woman made. She said that I'm 40, single, and never had a physical relationship. Yes, virgin. I have been labeled a sexual by a woman around me, but that's not the case either. I just spent my entire adult life waiting and hoping for the great love of my life to come through. It didn't, but I have had more than a fair share of male attention. I think men start seeing you as a challenge if you're beautiful, successful, single. I enjoy the chase and gestures. A good number of them have given up and moved on but remained friends. And I have the freedom to live whenever and however I want. I have enjoyed traveling on a whim, changing cities and apartments just because I want. I actually quite enjoy my life. My married friends tell me they envy me. I have realized that I don't envy any of them. So I think that just gives me lots of peace of mind. I know it's not as a huge 
of a deal of like, you know, you've got to get married and stuff nowadays in our generations. However, there's still some kind of like cults in different cultures, like Russian and, you know, I'll bring Korean into it, where once a woman is like 35 and over, she's off the market of getting married or not even getting married, but just being in relationship, kind of like they're too old to be in relationship, just let them be by themselves. Mm. So it just brings into question of like, do you enjoy being single and you guys should ask yourselves as well, if you're single, do you enjoy being single? And why do you enjoy being single? What makes gives you joy mm-hmm. to being single? And also, would you be okay if we're not finding anyone in the future? Are you that established of a person? Mm. I think those are the great questions to think about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that you can definitely still have sex and... <laughs> And be single. I mean, yeah. I certainly do. Um, and be hella sexually active or not that sexually active. Or, I mean, you can abstain and remain a virgin however long you want. But, yeah, honestly, marriage is a lot of concessions. You know, mm-hmm. you give up a lot. Having children, you give up a lot. You also gain things, too. Yeah. For instance, you know, sometimes I talk to seniors on my crisis line work and... They really expressed to me that they wish they had someone to grow old with. Mm-hmm. And that has changed my mind a lot. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, when you are older and like everyone's just uglier when they're older, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's nice to have a person that's stuck with you through thick and thin and you have yeah. this person to rely on mm-hmm. and whatnot. So like I, I see a lot of benefits in being in a relationship mm-hmm. um, when you're you're older. But, but as of right now. Yeah, like, as, a, as a 23-year-old, yeah, I definitely enjoy being single. You know, I always say you shouldn't get into a relationship unless uh, they're the best person you've ever met. <laughs> Very few people, you know, meet that, meet yeah. that criteria. Plus, right now, I'd have to give up a lot of um, the lifestyle choices that I like I like being spontaneous I like not knowing where my night's Mm -hmm. gonna take me I love not having to answer to anyone doing whatever I want with whoever I want I love going on tinder dates I think they're (laughs) fucking hilarious and I think first dates are fun I love friends with benefits situations for me being in a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. have to be like a really really amazing person plus at this age Mm -hmm. at 23 I know that either you know I'm gonna give up being single during that during the prime years of my (laughs) life of being single to be in a relationship with this person uh, when I know I want to be in a relationship you know later in life so I might as well take advantage of being single while it's a good time to be yeah I would say that I enjoy being single because like of course yes I would love to like have someone there for me and stuff but at the same time since well yes I'm young and as well as there is a lot of things that I yet to discover and I yet to learn about myself and about other people and about my careers uh, so I want to be that free person who are, who's able to establish herself as an independent and strong person and then whoever comes in my life will just be an add-in into my life they're not going to be my source of full happiness they're going to be like 
a beautiful add-in into my life and i think that's where i'm standing at like right now i don't think i'm fully ready for a relationship just because there's just so much that i need to achieve there's so much you know so many things that i want to mm -hmm. try out mm -hmm. and travel around and by being single that gives me a lot of open doors and open opportunities uh so right now i feel like i would just want to establish myself as a person fully and i feel like you're the, on the same page too like establish myself as a person not i'm never going to be able to establish myself fully fully it's constant grow and fight over yourself this is this is true i mean you're about to enter um a new college and like yeah. i'm about to go back to or go to graduate school for mm -hmm. three years you know yeah. who knows what life was gonna what bring life is gonna bring yeah but yeah. as of right now i feel like it's very important for you to enjoy your uh, single life and not trying to look for that someone person well that one person shouldn't be the source of your happiness there shouldn't be a sun in your and you're the planet and you're just like you know strolling around them they should be like beautiful add-in into your life you know yeah. like beautiful yeah. add-in of a beautiful bright color and stuff yeah. but not the source of your happiness you know like that's why I'm bringing up the single life a lot lately before you get into a relationship and it may be a lot of people heard it and maybe it will, it will sound like a cliche and stuff but it's very important for you to kind of understand yourself fully or more, not fully, but more. To love yourself first. Yeah, love yourself, understand yourself, respect yourself. Yeah, know your boundaries, know what you're looking for. Don't waste someone else's time. And, you know, one of the biggest contributing factors to people cheating mm -hmm. and unhappiness in uh, future relationships is feeling that you did not find yourself number mm -hmm. one a lot of affairs are about people finding themselves and then you didn't explore the what ifs you weren't done you basically didn't get your hoe phase out of your system or you didn't <laughs> date enough people and so the reason that like the trope of the wife like wandering off with the gardener is like she never dated the wrong guys she never like you know dated someone who's like oh, i'll probably never end up with this person but like i just want to explore that what if that fantasy that thing that you know probably isn't a good idea but when you're 23 it doesn't fucking matter so get all of that out of your system and when you meet the right person and you feel that it's the right time you won't be thinking about what ifs yeah and i think that would be like our last piece of advice for this podcast maybe in the future we'll bring more well we're for sure gonna bring more conversations about relationships as we grow <laughs> and experience more and bring more funny kind of like stories or whatnot and stuff and get more in depth about communication about jealousy about relationship what it means to be in relationship with someone and we can actually you know we have our host here meredith that knows all about it it's going to be a really great experience to her and understanding for all of us yeah. how it all works and kind of have two different sides kind of talking about it and bringing new perspectives to the table so i think in the future we're gonna have more conversations about yeah. it but this is gonna like 
a shallow kind yeah. of start for it. And hopefully we'll get into what dating is and being single is going to look like as we come out of quarantine. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very so... interested to see. <laughs> I am so ready. <laughs> see what that's going to look like. I think everyone is very horny and, <laughs> and cooped up. So we'll see if it's just like a fucking free for all or if no one wants to come out. So are the bars going to be filled in or are they still going to stay empty? It's a good question. <laughs> Can't wait to find out. I know, right? Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> few more weeks and we out. Yes. I hope so. Yep. Shout out to all the peeps out there. For- the- yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we're going to be back with episode three in the upcoming weeks. Yes. So stay tuned. Hopefully you enjoyed. Please rate the podcast below. Yes. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. You can subscribe to it, can you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Subscribe. Oh, yeah. Please. Do, do that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the, the, the like or whatever. Okay, God damn.